And we are back with another episode of the Hockey Princess Podcast. It's a double feature this week because we're finally back at home. We are with Krusty Old Guy again. Hi, everybody! <laughs> Just a reminder, folks, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on either Spotify or Apple Podcast, whichever app you are listening on. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, you don't understand something and you want something explained, you want to be on an episode, you have an idea of something that we could talk about, you can send us a message on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or send us an email. Crusty old guy and I really like delving into some weird hockey topics, and so we are more than happy to do that for a bit. Could they send us a postcard in the mail? We don't have a P.O. box set up. Okay, never mind about the postcard. <laughs> that, that would have to be a P.O. box, which we don't have. I don't even we know gotta how get on one that. gets one. Let's get on a P.O. box. All right. All right, maybe later. Okay. Maybe, maybe later. Maybe once we consistently hit into the double digits. <laughs> We're going to get there someday. Someday. Okay. Um, all right. So double feature because, like I said, we are home today. Um, Blackhawks did fall to the Vegas Golden Knights, the defending Stanley Cup champions. Five to three was the final score. Um, it was good. It was not good. There were some great things and there were some stupid things. Um, but all in all, it was 60 minutes of hockey. <laughs> it sure was. It sure was. Uh, Should we start with the beginning? Anything <clears throat> before the game you want to uh, know? The only thing, uh, we uh, had a couple episodes ago, I don't know, maybe a month, two months ago, talking about places to go before the game. We went by the Palace Grill. The Palace Grill was not open. So Very disappointing. Unfortunately, that is our spot in... I think I'm just going to make a sandwich coming, so... Yeah. Um, for the rest of you, don't try going down the Palace Grill. The only time, really, you'll be able to do that is for a Sunday game, so... Which, if you're going to a Sunday game, highly recommend it, because the grilled cheese is really, really good. Um, um, you know, besides that, we've got a couple... Yeah, they had a bunch of stuff in the atrium. Uh, a black, lot of fluff. Crusty old guy was not about it. Yeah, I, I struggle with the fluff, but they got tons of it. If you want to get your picture taken with a gazillion different things, Blackhawks game is for you. Um, I did like the uh, hot, the Rocky video and everything that they did before the game. Yeah, uh, a little emotional. Um, Danny seemed to get Danny and the family seemed to be pretty emotional. Which um, makes sense. Yeah, we can never see them. Their suite is like directly underneath us, except a couple levels down. Um, so we never really get to see them. But um, yeah, it was it was a nice tribute. Um, you know, it's it's a shame he's not around for this. He did a lot of good. So um, yeah, that was nicely done. They did a really good job, you know, introducing the team and everything, except the last player introduced was Corey Perry. That was that was pretty bloody awful, but, you know, what can you do? Uh, so that's all I got for the beer, pregame stuff. You got anything to add there, Hockey Princess? No, just a, a lot of fluff. A um, couple of upgrades that, like, inside the United Center that I either really didn't notice or see during preseason. Um that I kind of liked, you know, just the inside of the United Center. But aside from that, nothing really else. I was ready for hockey. I just want, I just wanted everything to start. Um, 
we went down for warm-ups a little bit, which was nice because even during preseason, I really hadn't gone down for warm-ups. Flooded with the tiny tots wanting Connor Bedard stuff, um, as one would expect. Um, oh, oh shit. I can't believe this guy's trying to do this. Listeners, if you hear anything, we got an ambulance coming up with us, and we're in uh, we're in big time traffic here. We're trying to make him away, but uh, but so it's far, not good. it's not happening. It's not happening. Never, we're trying. We're trying. never a dull moment on the podcast. Yes. So we're trying to get out of their way so they can open up. Yeah. There he goes by there us. There we go. So that that's a win for us. Okay. Hopefully that person in there is okay. Crusty old guy's trying not to run over anybody. So far, so good. So far, so good. All right, we are out of the clear with that. All right, let's Woo! get to the game. We had. I'm gonna I'm gonna pronounce the way that Laz said in the tweet that it should be pronounced. Okay. Arvid Suterbloom. 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 We will just call him Bloom on this yeah. show. Bloom. Bloom was a net, which we love to see. Um. And. Yeah, started off great. Started off absolutely great. It I would say the, even the second period, great. The third period is where it all kind of went kerplooey. Yeah, there was, there was <laughs> definitely some kerplooey that that seemed to be in the that seemed to be in the second period when I really thought the kerplooey went. And then it kind of, you know, we thought we would have a chance even after the second period it was 2-2, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, yeah, first period. Okay. First period. Let's go to the first period. Connor Bedard goal. <laughs> Why Vegas let him have all of that space by himself beyond me? I thank Vegas for that because that was just beautiful to watch. It was uh, beautiful to watch. Um... And uh, to let your listeners know before the game, uh, you know, me and Hockey Princess like to talk about a couple things. Absolutely. um, We went down and watched uh, warm-ups, actually, and that was a pretty crowded affair. Um, But, uh, you know, I I posed the question to Hockey Princess. I go, we're all figuring Connor Bedard, at the end of the day, at the end of his career, should have a better career than Patrick Kane. But I said... I'm never going to say it out loud, but... Well, I just did, so you don't have to. But then I said, but will he be as dramatic? And that's where, I mean, Hockey Princess went, I don't know. Patrick Kane was a dramatic player with clutch stuff. And so after saying all that... And the first goal happened. I believe Connor Bedard's first shot at the United Center goes in. Yep. So the kid has the flair for the dramatic also. So, you know, that's uh that was pretty cool to witness. Um yeah, Vegas left him wide open. I don't know what they were thinking. They really didn't make that mistake the rest of the game. No, 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 no. They were up his butt most of the game so, after that. Uh, a great crowd reaction. The crowd was great really crowd angry. reaction for Connor Bedard's first face-off win, too. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and for those who didn't start watching right at the beginning, um, you know, we're all so pumped about Connor that uh, the crowd went nuts because he won his first draw. 
So, uh, yeah, you would have thought was, he scored. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty entertaining and pretty special. Um, so you know, as far as the crowd in general, I think there's a lot of people just um, getting on the hockey right now, and so the well, guy thank they goodness know there's is, a podcast for exactly the folks just getting in. Exactly. Welcome to the show. Yes. Welcome all of you. Um, so... Unless you're getting up while the puck's in play. Yeah. Unfortunately, then, uh, it wasn't too much longer after that that, uh, things went south. Yep. So, uh, Vegas scored probably, that had to have been what, about two or three minutes afterwards? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, any thoughts on the rest of the first there, Hockey Princess? No. Um... Wasn't, oh my God, in love with it, but I definitely, you know, after the Colorado game, I was kind of expecting a similar situation, so I didn't hate it. I didn't hate the first period, because I think after the Colorado game, the bar was just set so low in my brain, especially playing Vegas, because as much as I hate to admit it, Vegas is a dynamite team. They are still one of the... They're either the only team or one of the only teams that is still undefeated in this season. Correct. I believe Colorado is still undefeated also. And, um, again, for those new to hockey and everything, um, what we saw the last two games are two very good teams that play very different. Um, Colorado comes at you at waves, and you just can't contain them with their speed and everything. And Vegas has some fast players. I'm not going to disagree with that. They're big. But they're big, and they just they just sit there in the opposing team's end and cycle the puck and wear you down. And then and all of a sudden, boom. wait for you to make a mistake. Exactly. So, um, you know, there was by the midway through the end of the first, and that started to happen. Vegas started uh, at least to take over physically. Yeah. And um, their zone time was pretty pretty off the wall, I would assume. Yeah. We have no way to pull any of that stuff up because, you know, we're driving, as I said. Yeah. So, um, but the score ended. Did the score end one-to-one at the first or was yeah. it two-one? Ooh. Huh. Well, I should know that. Well, we're going to check that really We're checking quickly. it. We're checking it. We're checking Which, it. yes, I know probably isn't the best thing to do while driving, but, you know. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So, um, let's say it was one. It was one to one. Okay, that's what I had thought. And then I got, got a little worried. And then, uh. Second period. Second period, things kind of, uh, started out bad. But it got better. The effort was there in waves. Yeah. Um, Reese Johnson was feeling it. Reese Johnson was feeling it, yes. Um, <laughs> Title scored, for today's episode. <laughs> Marshall uh, scored, and then about uh, a couple minutes after that, and uh, at this point in time, crusty old guy is in his seat basically saying, you know, the things we could expect from RJ, who is Reese Johnson, is... He's not going to finish. I go, I'm sure. And then he does. I go, I'm sure of that. So I was saying that since the beginning of the second period. And there goes RJ midway through the the second. A nice tip 
fantastic redirect. And, you know, it's 2 2. And, um. We lo- Hockey Princess the Hawks, loves RJ. The Hawks got some juice from that. Um, you know, they seem to trade up. Trade ice time at least with Vegas throughout the majority after yeah. that of the second, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vegas still came in waves at times, but but uh, so did we. Yeah, I mean, uh, we didn't look awful. Um, we, I guess we can get it after the wrap up. We can get into players that are pissing us off and yeah, players can we, that aren't. Can we get into the the travesty that is the power play? Um, you want to finish the wrap-up of the game, or you want to just get into that now? You can get into that now, because I feel Ooh, like that... you it, got a lot of anger over this or something? I do. Okay, I do. I really do. But I also think it's a key component in why the score was 5-3. to three. Okay. So, first power play unit has, what, Connor, Hall, Perry... Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the defensive pairing. You, uh, you have consistent. Donato and uh, you have Seth. You have Seth. Okay. Taylor Hall was not doing anything during this power play. And I know that because when they switched him out, which we still don't know why Taylor Hall left halfway through the second, but and they switched him with Anthony Siu, and it looked so much better. Luke, what are you thinking? If it's working, if putting double A in there is working, keep it. It just seems like two plus two equals four in that sense. Yes. Um, you know, I don't know how long this continues, um, but the power play as is set up right now. L- it's let's be awful. Honest, it's a shit show. Um, now I understand Luke wanting to go with people, you know, that they brought in that are supposed to be more skilled or this and that, but they're not. I understand we don't have a lot of people to choose from too, but I think as a coach, you start to lose your team a little bit. If something is going terribly wrong and I'm talking about after the 10 games part. So we're only on game six. Got time to turn around. But after that, then you've got to make adjustments. Or the players are like, well, it doesn't make any difference if we're doing well or not. Because the same guys get to go out there. Um, Anthony C., when he was on the power play, he started moving. He took a pass and then cut into the middle. Then he would cut around. He got the defenders moving around. Which is what you need to do. I would... And you're going to correct me, but... I might not. We never know what I'm going to do. Luke continuing to do, like, to, to, to continue keeping the power plays the way it is. And I might change, you know, depending on how games go. Mm-hmm. It's reminding me of a little bit of Colleton. Ah, uh, I don't know about that. In the sense of just keeping it the way it is and not making changes. It's, it's just, I'm starting in the back of my brain to just see little glimpses I, I, of I, things not working and us not doing anything. I think that's uh, that's way too big of a jump. Um, uh, give him some time. Let us, let us, let this, this is game six. Um, so let this take, I, you can't really mention that name and 
<laughs> Until like mid-season, you gotta be sure of that. That's that's a pretty big slap in the face to, to anybody. I'm not saying a, I'm a not Black saying that. Yeah, yeah, but even little peaks of it is the bad thing. Well, that's maybe the, it'll change something. So, um, but um, I liked it when Double A was out there. As I said, he started to move the puck, and we just need a little puck movement. Because that way, as long as you can get the pass to Connor, wherever Connor skates, there's two people there. So as long as he has enough time to take a couple strides and then make a pass, we now have like a four on two. It's, It's there to be set up. And until the rest of the power play unit is able to do something, they're going to continue to shade over to Connor. The problem being, when nobody moves, there's two guys on him like that. So, I don't know why Hall was back out there on the power play. I don't know why Perry was staying on the power play. I mean, Perry's going to be your net front, front present. I get that. Can somebody else do it? No, nobody else can do it as well as him, and especially if you're just going to have somebody in front of the net. Yeah. So... You know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. You might as well just leave him there, but you still have Donato and Taylor Hall that you can easily get rid of. Yeah. Oh, since we're on the power play rant, um, why Lucas is not in on the power play, I don't know. Makes no sense. I've got to figure him and Connor Bedard are going to play at the same position on the power play. So they would like Lucas at the second power play unit. The only problem with that, and for your newer listeners and everything, Hockey Princess, for the most part, people even on the power play, we're not going to go past a minute. It's like 45 seconds, and then you'll bring out your second unit. One thing I've noticed about this Blackhawk power play, Connor Bedard doesn't want to get off the ice. No. And so basically... He likes hockey. He likes hockey, but... That first unit is out there for the first, it's at least a minute. Sometimes it's a minute and a half. So now you're not even using Lucas to begin with. So what's the difference? Um, So, you know, I would like to see him there. It needs movement. Once we get some movement, things will improve. Because as I said, Connor just needs a little bit of time. He'll draw everybody to him, and then we can easily make a pass and bing, bang, boom, and get something happening. Another, and I and I don't know the timetable off the top of my head, but I know it's not as big of a timetable as, like, Doc or Savoie. Uh-huh. But I also hope that, you know, when Kurashev comes back, maybe Donato or one of them that isn't really moving a ton gets kind of get just kicked off the first unit. Yes. Um, well, I mean, Kerr's got a lot more skill. So, um, you know, that would be helpful. Because could you see Bedard, Kerr, and Double A? That would work a little bit more than what we saw tonight. Yeah. Um, you know, while we're on our rant, it's just, <laughs> also it's... That's why we have a podcast. There's, there's, there's not a lot of talent there. And um, there's not a lot of offensive talent or offensive skill. And at the end of the day, after Connor, you there's Lucas. And then the probably next skilled forward is probably, yeah, Kerr. So I, 
you know, maybe things get changed around. Again, it, it's very early in the season. Yep. Um, let them still work on things. Yeah. But it's a big disappointment. It, it, it's it's becoming a problem area, along with the second problem area that we can talk about after we recap. Okay. So basically, um, we start the third. And, and it's uh, a mess. And, you know, we're thinking, hey, let's just kind of stick with them. Let's see what happens here. 13 seconds in, Vegas scores. 13 seconds in, Vegas scores. I don't know what What's Seth Jones was doing. Um, he seemed to make a play on a player up ice a little bit. And uh, was really taken out. And, and uh, Korczynski was kind of left hung out to dry why that why he did that i don't know I, I would have to see some form of replay to see if it makes sense i can't imagine i see one that makes a lot of sense no um so and then after that things just kind of seem to get out of hand in the hockey princess yeah yeah so i don't even have really any comments for pe- the third period because it was just bad. Yeah, it turned bad, and, and Vegas started to take over and do what Vegas does, which is uh, hold possession uh, for long periods of time. Which is great to watch when you're not playing them. When yes. Vegas is a really, or at least in my opinion, Vegas is one of the funner teams to watch if you're not actively rooting against them. Yeah. Um, and so, um, it took its toll on the defense and I think they just got, they got a little run down. Um, uh, with not a good game. No. Um, as I said, I thought Seth played pretty good the first two periods. I don't know what the heck happened to him in the first 10 minutes of the third though. Um, he went back to kind of bad Seth. It was a little, it was some rough sauce. Um, and then everybody else still kind of struggled also. It was, um, it was some rough stuff. And uh, as I said, I think the defense got worn down. And then, uh, you know, then you're down by another goal, then another goal. They couldn't get the puck out of their end. Yep. And that was about it. Yep. Um, you know, and then. Corey Perry scores a goal right at the end to pad his stats, and I believe there was a core assist on that. So, yeah. um, again, no different than the Colorado game, which I don't even think we went over. Do we really need to go over the Colorado? We can skip the Colorado game if that you'd was, like. That was really, really bad. I don't yeah. even think I texted you. I was like, I don't even have three stars for this game because it's all bad. Yeah. But, um, those are two really good teams that you just played. Um, yeah. Uh, that's two out of the top four for the cup. Yeah. Probably that you played in the, in both teams were ready to play. Yeah. Um, Vegas um, is making it known that they're for real. They, they plan to come out hungry. And this is a Vegas team that's down three of their top four <laughs> defensemen. And still not missing a beat. So, um, you know, they're ready to go. Remember so. when we were like that? Yes, that was a long time ago. <laughs> it's going to be a long time until we get there. So, um, 
Yeah, so the, the game turned south, as most of you know, and then it, it just kind of was over. So, yep. uh, as I said, I'll, I'll give the people that I've got a problem with. Can we do my three stars first before we... Oh, we could do whatever you want. It's your show. It is my show. I'm just a three guy who drives around and is angry. Three stars for the game, because like I said, even... Win or lose, I'm still gonna do three stars, except for Colorado. Because except I really, for the Colorado game, they really no one deserved it. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't good. Three stars for the Vegas game. Third star goes to White Kaiser. I thought he had a solid game. I think he didn't look as overwhelmed as he had in previous games, and I think he did his best with Tenorti having an off night. Yeah, a lot of extra pressure put on. Uh... Why? Because of Tenorti's bad play, and, and why is a battler, man? He the effort's he might, there, and that's all that I want. Yeah, he might not win all the battles, but I need but you that, to see that you're trying. That, oh, that guy's always going to stick his nose in there. Exactly, and that's oh. what matters to me. Win or lose, I just want to see the effort. Okay, that makes sense to me. It, it gets boring when you you don't look like you want to try. Second star goes to Lucas Reichel. Um, we saw it in spurts, and I think the only reason we saw it in spurts is because Lucas really doesn't have anybody to play with. I think if he had line mates, we would have seen it a little bit more. And, you know, we're, I'm on the Lucas bandwagon. I'm here for well, it. Well, it's good. Um, I thought he played, I think he played a lot more physical, not incredibly physical, but certainly He's been playing more physical at the beginning of this year than we saw all last year between Chicago and Rockford, which is one of the biggest things that I wanted him to work on in the offseason. And, you know, he's also not playing with the greatest of line mates and still yeah, doing well. He um he made some good defensive plays out there tonight, so which is huge for him. Yeah, that's one of the things that you need to see from him. Um you know, he's a kid that still right now needs to play off the rush. And, um, you know, yeah, as you said, there was glimpses there. Um, yeah, the talent around him doesn't help. Um, okay, I can, you know, these are your stars. So. They're my stars. Number one star, Connor Bedard. Mainly for that first goal, because that goal just looked so beautiful. But, you know, we you saw him with how many Vegas players were on him for mo for all of the power plays, you still saw him trying to move. Yes. He was trying to set things up. He was trying to get around to at least, you know, give the puck to somebody else so he could set up in a better position. You saw him moving the most out of anybody, or at least trying to move, not just, okay, I stand here, do nothing, Till I have the puck, and hopefully I shoot it and it goes in. Yep. And he's kind of dark. Yeah, and yeah, it was a storybook first goal at the United Center, no doubt about it. So, um, you know, Connor's going to have to learn that even on the rush, uh, it's hard to beat NHL players, especially when there's two of them on you. Yeah. Um, I get where he's coming from. He... He's six games in and already is figuring out if I don't make something happen, nobody else is going to. Which is which a is, huge pressure on an 18-year-old. Yes, which is some rough sauce. You still see Seth doing that occasionally. Where Seth, 
you know, maybe that was part of the problem. And the third all of a sudden just goes, that's it. I'm going to at least attempt to go offensively because Nobody nothing else is, else is getting yeah. done. And uh, so, you know, Connor's going to learn to pick his spots better. And, and that's a teaching moment. And that's what this year is going to be about. You know, he's going to highlight us and he's going to have games where he's going to play against lesser competition. And things are going to look phenomenal. But I can guarantee you for right now, from what I saw from Colorado and what I saw from Vegas, is these top teams are going to be up for that kid. They don't want him running roughshod over them. Right. They are going to attempt to shut him down. And that's what Vegas did. And still, you know, they relaxed early on and the kid scored a goal. So it's good for him. Beautiful. He is fun, fun, fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to lose, at least he's making it entertaining. Yep. While he's on the ice. So those are the three stars. Who are you angry at, crusty old guy? Yeah, maybe we could do Krusty's Corner and I could just <laughs> talk about who I'm pissed off at. <laughs> it balances out. Well... All right, I'll start with the first one in my brain. Is I, I thought uh, Radish was a power forward. So what he's build at? I didn't see. Who said that? I don't know. People are telling me he's a power forward. Um, I don't agree with that. I was sitting there, and I almost came out with the classic comment that's made in the 300 level that I haven't heard in a while. Which was going to be, Radish, hit him with your purse. And if I'm actually thinking that way, that's bad news, man. That's yeah. bad news. Um, You know, he got promoted to the top line and I thought laid a big egg. But again, who else are you going to put there? You got me. Um, So uh, Radish, I thought, was... And... Mac. <sighs> yeah. At some point in time, you're going to be mid-season and go, who cares? If it's Mac, what's the, what the hell's the difference? I'm, I want Mac and Bedard on the same line. Just for the chaos of it. Because why not? Let's try it. If we're going to be bad this season, let's yeah. just try options. I hear you. Um, the next one is Taylor Hall. Yeah, we were, looks, we were chirping at the Taylors. For- who looks... Uh, it looked terrible on the power play. and Which looks like a I need a couple steps in closer. And the only time he did that is when Perry threw him a pass to the deeper place where he'd been playing all power play. And it went right outside the zone. Um, I don't know if that's Derek King and his structure. But I don't like where he's at. I don't like his lack of movement. He's another one. He gets the puck and just sits there. I like double A, at least receiving the puck and taking it somewhere. We have to get people moving. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Taylor Hall, I I just don't think he's a very good hockey player. Mm. And again, wow. as, as people point out to me, but we don't have anybody better. I hear you. I'm with you. But you didn't need to sign somebody that wasn't. Yeah, but uh, that's neither here nor there. So, uh you know, him, Tenorti, defensively. Tenorti's um, going to be Tenorti. I mean, I yeah, no I'm, offense to Tenorti, but the expectations are not set incredibly high. Yeah, after tonight, you know, I was really thinking, gosh, you know, if Tenorti could get hurt, Phillips could come up, and I'm, 
I'm all good with rolling uh, Phillips and, Ka- and Kaiser together. Oh, I can't wait for that. You know, I understand that that's a little bit that's just not fair to Wyatt. Because um, Kaiser, if he comes up and Phillips plays, he's got to play on his off side. If he plays with Zaitsev, he's got to play off on his offside. And for those people who don't quite understand, you know, it's basically if you have a right-handed shot, you'd like to be on the right side. He's a right-handed shot playing on the left side. So it's a lot of clearing, a lot of doing stuff under the backhand, which is a lot harder for a, a defenseman. He's done a decent job at it. But, um, yeah, Tenorti's game tonight was just blah. Do we know, like, down in Rockford, who are left-handed defensemen that are coming up? Like Alan, Creature, EDF. We could have that for our next show. I would need my computer for that. Because it would be interesting to see who, I like, be- I you, believe it might be next either. year or whoever could be that good match I believe with it's only, Kaiser. I believe it's only one of them. It's either DeMastro or Alan. But don't quote me on that. I would I We're going to take a look. Up. We're going to take a look. I, I get that with Wyatt, but... From Luke's perspective, I don't think that should outweigh. I think you should have, if you have the possibility to have a more consistent and more talented defenseman to play with Kaiser, then do it. Yeah. Um, the only <laughs> thing with that is, um, you know, as Luke's already shown, he's he's going to play his vets. So, um, you know, if that continues through midseason. You know, he's sending a message to Kyle. And then it's Kyle's job to just not give him the vets to play. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think there will be more of that next year. Um, Gosh, I, don't I think hope we'll, there is. I don't think you'll see hardly any of them. But I don't know. I mean, in the ideal situation, EDM and Nolan Allen should simmer at least for another year in Rockford. Yeah. So... You know, this is what it is. Um, you know, those are the three guys that I had a problem with. I thought Double A had a little jump to his stuff. I agree with you on Lucas. You know, at times he looked good. It's I, just it's hard to find a spot for him to be on the rush. I can't wait though for when everybody, for when Kerr comes back, and I get that Reichel Double A uh, Kerr. Yes, because right now. That's I what mean, I Lucas want. Reichel does not look like a, a key component for the rebuild. But, but he is. He's not playing with anybody. So, again, let's, like you said, let's get double A, let's get Kerr back, and the three of them can play. Yeah. And I think we'll see th- something different. Yeah. Again, my whole problem with the lack of talent. I understand Kyle wants to do this stuff methodically and doesn't want to overpay and doesn't want to be stuck with somebody for too long. But I do worry, number one, about this, about Lucas all of a sudden just losing it a little bit because of the lack of talent. I saw that in Rockford. Yeah. And then again, you have 98 that could actually start doing the same thing. It just, it's going to get a little How frustrating. How dare you? Well, it's normal. 
He's the beacon of hope. He is the beacon of hope, but the beacon, you know, needs ships around him to be a beacon too. You know, we got a sinking ships. So, uh, you know, there's the little rant. Uh, again, this is a very hard schedule. Um, to your listeners who are new, because uh, as you said, we want to try to put some of this off to people who are just getting into the game, right? Absolutely. So, one thing in, in hockey, you would think they're at home, should be a good game to really go after it. They came off of a five-game road trip. It's it's very traditional in hockey. After a decent road trip, it's hard to play that first game at home. It's just a proven fact. So there's also that on top of it. Yeah. Um, this is a very difficult beginning schedule. Um, yeah, they got spanked by Colorado. Could have been a lot worse. And they got handed it to them in the third of this game. But things will, will get brighter. I think up until the third period, though, I really liked what Bloom was doing in net. Yeah, um, you know, that second one, you know, it, it kind of goes through him a little bit. Would he want that one back? Yes. But I think there's also plenty of saves that he made. Oh, yes. That oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Um, no, he still played a really good game. Occasionally, a goaltender's going to let one go through them. I mean, the problem being, you're under such a barrage at all times. And that's what it became through the, you know, the second half of the second and a good portion of the third. All of a sudden, they're just shooting from everywhere. They have the puck constantly in your zone. That's a lot for a goaltender. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, but, um, so take that into account. Again, the big bad Bruins are coming up. Um, you know, they'll be ready to play again. You know, they already realized, you know, that... You know, they didn't handle the Hawks probably as well as they wanted would have wanted to at home. And I'm sure they remember the chant at the United Center last time they were there. Oh, can we do that again? That was, I missed that. Yes, and for people who don't remember, um, when Boston was there, the Hawks kind of handed it to them. There was a nice overrated chant going through the United Center that... As I believed it was picked up by other places when they got ousted in the first round. So, shout out to Florida. Um, you know that's it. it these are growing steps. Yep. Um, you know I always like to talk about the baby D. Uh, again, I think Core at times looked good. Other times he struggled. He had a couple bad turnovers in the third and. The, it's a lot when the game is getting away from you to compose yourself. And that's what those kids are going to start to learn. Vlasic still... <laughs> Vlasic! Yeah, um, the pickles still look good. Yeah. He, he, he had a little bit more struggles, but he looked really good. He had an incredible penalty kill again. Where he basically what a guy. Took, he took on the whole what a team. Guy. Um, and again, uh, Wyatt, we're talking about, um, he's winning some battles. He's some losing, but he's in it. He is always in it. So, um, you know, not a completely awful night by the baby D. Um, no. you know, if you want, you can start to look at this. <laughs> did they outpay, did they outplay the veterans? Yes. I will say so. Murph again with. 
and not a very good game either. Granted, he got an assist on RJ's goal, but not a very good game. No. So, you know, after this whole spell, which I believe continues for probably another five games, I believe we play Boston and then go out to Vegas. They just got to stick together. Don't get frustrated. Got to try to make this It's a long season. It's a very long season. So it's Luke's job to make this kind of fun and um, not let anybody get too discouraged. Yep. So maybe part of Luke's thinking on this is he's not going to sit there and completely Mm -hmm. shred lines because then maybe he's worried about losing the team some more. Um, Definitely Luke has, has earned our trust of how he wants to handle this. Oh, absolutely. So... Um, let's see. Where should I go? Should I park here in the no parking zone? Yeah, because we just got to wrap up real quick. We're... Okay. So those people that are still with us. Gosh darn it. I'm glad you guys are still with us. We're now parking up north. And uh, drive Hockey Princess home to her palatial estate. Okay. Um, anything you want to wrap up? You talked about wanting to like go over some certain things. Do you want to do that next podcast as far as, you know, like different lines? Yeah, we'll go over that, especially because next week we really will only have the Boston game to talk about. Um, I'm just going to finish up. Like I said, I was going to get on my soapbox a little bit. Okay, you get on your soapbox. Connor Bedard is incredible. Connor Bedard is a beacon of hope. But Connor Bedard is eight. Yes, he is. He is still a child. But he looks 12. Exactly. Whatever he does this season is going to be great. It's going to be way Mm -hmm. more fun than us watching the season without it. True story. I try not to tell people what to do, but I'm going to... You're going to tell people what to do? I'm going to tell people what to do. Jesus, we're building a whole show and not telling people what to do. And now you're going to go meathead. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask them not to do this. Do you do it? Yeah, just a, a suggestion. A suggestion. How about, how about just a suggestion? How about, hey, something to think about. Something to think about. Gentler is... approach. See, don't be the hammer. Don't be the hammer. All right. We got our guy. Suggestion. I think I'm a good place. There you go. Okay, go ahead, Aki Princess. <laughs> Let him grow. Let him... N- Please do not be so overly critical. For those who don't know and are new to hockey, there was another rookie a couple of years ago. His name was Jack Hughes. Played for the New Jersey. He plays for the New Jersey Devils, and he's amazing. But his first year, the the Jersey fans were so excited for him. And then a couple of games in, he wasn't playing perfect, and they ripped him to shreds absolutely ripped him to shreds. I would just really like to see us uh-huh. not do that to Connor if he is not living up to the perfect thing that we have been, you know, told this summer. Okay. Um he's not playing with great people and this is his first year. Yeah. Let's not rip him to shreds if it's not immediately perfection out of the gate. Yeah, and um, 
remember this is a did learning I, did year. Did I sound that? Did that, that sound okay? That sounded okay. Yes, be gentle with our listeners. <laughs> you know, um, basically, you know, Connor's going to try some things and get shut down at times. And Just that's like okay. Luke, and that's okay. Um, he still has an incredible amount of confidence, which won't be deterred no matter what happens. Right. Um, so, yeah. That's, um, my, that's my soapbox. That's my soapbox. I, I just want to be kind and let's not rip the 18-year-old to shreds. Yeah, I don't think you'll need to worry about that much. No, but after seeing right. the Jack situation, I mean... Yeah, but it, ja- but it, um, it, it also happens. yeah, but also Jack was on an up and coming team. They were not expecting to be that bad as they were in his first year. They had some talent around him, so I think that's why he got a little bit more. Where us, we have no expectations. We have an expectation. I think there's plenty of expectations is, is, is on we'll, Connor. Is we'll right, but we'll be a bottom five team. Right. So whether he does really well or not, at the end of the day, yeah. it just doesn't matter because we're not going to do very well. All right. All right. That was okay, my soapbox. So, I'm ra- sorry. We're going to wrap up for Let's now. Let's wrap it up. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, you want to be on an episode, you want us to talk about something completely different in the realm of hockey, shoot us a message on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or send us an email at thehockeyprincess at gmail.com. Make sure to click that like and follow button on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever app you are listening to our rambling on. Um, And... We will be back at you this upcoming Thursday, and we will be back on our weekly Are we posting, like, pictures on an Instagram or something, We are posting the Hockey Princess podcast on Instagram. Uh, Yeah, there's a Hockey Princess podcast on Instagram, which I didn't know. And I guess I'm supposed to start taking pictures or whatever. I'll let you know how all that stuff goes, because everything's pretty difficult for crusty old guy. That's okay. Sorry. That's okay. All right, that is it for now, and then we will... Talk at you guys next week.